In today's episode, we're going to talk about the art of letting go and how you can go through every transition with love and grace while not being attached to the outcome. My hope is that after this episode that you're empowered with the tools to move forward and encouraged by feeling seen today. There is peace in the release. There is peace in the release. Welcome to the Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, David Prosper. And as a life coach, as a certified leadership and communication trainer, one thing that keeps people back from living a more fulfilled life is one thing. It's called clarity. I've helped thousands of people break past their perceived limitation and start living a more fulfilled life. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find more clarity so you can create more impact. Let's just jump into it. There is so much peace in the release and just a premise and a, a, a landscape of this episode. This is one of the, the biggest challenges I've had to overcome and I'm still practicing this. And one of the things I've, I've struggled with, with uh, coming and experiencing uh, a traumatic background growing up. So I was attached to a lot of people and a lot of things, even though it was unhealthy for me. Because growing up, there were so many things that was removed from me out of my power. So I just wanted everything and everyone to be in my life, but failed to grasp the understanding that there is peace in the release and that everything has a season. And there's people who come into our lives for a reason in the season. And yes, it's cliche. But when that light bulb moment happened for me, I was like, okay, like it's okay that there are seasonal people. So here are the things that I am still working on. Here are the things that I have learned. And my hope today is that you walk away with some things that you're like, oh, okay, I can release this season or these relationships that I've had in my life. So let's just jump into it. So number one, we hold on to the past. And what happens is when we hold on to the past, it creates this sense of comfort for us. And comfort is familiar and familiar creates a sense of certainty and certainty is safety. So that is why we often go back to the things that we are most comfortable with, even in the past. It's uh, the past conversation, is the past relationships, it's the past communities, the past things we watch because we feel a sense of safety because we're familiar with it and we know how to operate within that landscape of of interaction or of the ecosystem or the environment. So uh, I've had friends who are just like, why are you going back to those relationships? Because I feel familiar with those relationships because anything outside of that is unfamiliar and unfamiliarity is like, that's uncertainty and I can't feel uncertain. And let's just think about it back in 2020 when, when COVID happened, right? And there's gonna be a day that this podcast become dated in the future and like 2020, what happened? So back in 2020, when COVID happened, the, the common phrase people would say is, I wish things could go back to the way it used to be, right? It's that past familiar because a lot of us did not know how to operate and to navigate and even how to connect with this new, this new epidemic that was happening. So 
Sigmund Freud and Robert Greene like coined this this concept called the pain pleasure principle. And it talks about how humans avoid pain and we seek pleasure. And typically pleasure is comfort. So when leaders and motivational speakers are talking about, you know, push past your comfort zone, you know, they're essentially saying, stop seeking pleasure right now and go seek what's discomfort is because that's where growth is. So number one, we hold on to the past and that's why often we struggle with letting go. Number two, we hold on to the future and we create a future with the infrastructure of the past, which is essentially recreating the past within itself. So in essence, we are reliving the past in our present and in our future. Mind blown, right? And when I understood this concept, I was I was mopping at work and I'm just like, what? This this is what I've been doing. I've been taking the past events in my life and I've been creating the future events in my life and I've been recreating my entire past and I'm living in it. And it's this phrase that we commonly use is it could have been this. What it should have could have. And what happens is it's like, oh, I experienced this type of relationship. So I want that relationship in this relationship versus creating a, an entire new relationship or an entire new workplace that you want to create. So we can't use the past experiences as the infrastructure, but we can use the past lessons to learn from it. So one of the things that I've learned from my past relationships is the things that feed me and the things that doesn't feed me. And and one of the things I need in relationship is consistency. The other thing I need is validation. So that was the lesson because there was no consistency and there was no validation. So I had to create and I'm creating new relationship structure. Like I need consistency. I need validation. I need a nurturing partner. I need someone who's compassionate and I need someone who is considerate, et cetera, et cetera. And it was from these lessons of pain points of this is the needs that I had in this relationship that has gone unmet so long. So what emotions and experiences do I want to create? I want to experience love. What does love look like? It loves. It looks like connection. It looks like cultivation. It looks like intentionality. It looks like uh, celebration. It looks like collaboration. So those are the things that I'm creating my future with. Not I didn't feel love. I didn't feel hurt. I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel um, important. And now I'm taking that into new relationships. And that's how often we are in the dating world right now. We take the negative experiences and go to the new one. So if someone experience someone who was a narcissist and was like, I don't want to experience another narcissist. We're still creating that same future versus saying, I want to experience someone who is emotionally healthy and regulated and then can communicate and validate and can own their mistakes and own their part in the conflict. And that's the future I want to create. So hopefully that created some visualization of of what creating a new future is like. Take the lessons and create something new versus taking the pain in the past and creating the same thing in the future. And then last, number three, is if we change our stories, we can change our lives. And this is so powerful. I've been reading this book, The Inner Work, uh, The Secrets to Inner Freedom and Happiness. And 
as I'm reading this, I am learning about the stories that are constantly showing up in my mind. So, and what I've learned because of this is the stories in our head are often the triggers of our wounds that have gone unhealed. So when we feel triggered, that's a wound that is not healed, that needs attention. And then the story follows after to then validate the wound. So I'm just going to get raw and vulnerable here. One of the wounds that I've been working on was and is um, being good enough. So when I don't receive or when I haven't received in the past a level of celebration and congratulation or appreciation, the stories that then would come into my head is that they don't value me. And it would continue going as like, well, if they don't value me, then I'm not good enough or they don't like me. So that was a wound that was originated as a child where I wasn't seen by my parents and seen by the community members that I held to a high level of of appreciation and admiration. So as I'm starting to work on these stories, I start I'm starting to reframe it. And I want to encourage you as these stories pop up that these stories are not who we are. They're just the triggers of our wounds telling us, hey, there's a wound here that still needs attention to. And it is our job like a surgeon and a doctor to be like, okay, this point in our lives, we're being triggered because there's something that hasn't been healed. Let's take a little bit more attention to this space and let's, let's give us some TLC and make sure we give it the antibiotics that it needs to recover versus avoid. And that's what we often do. We avoid, we distract, we neglect, we suppress, we do all those things. But what happens is they show up in other ways in our lives. And oftentimes they show up when we are, when we're triggered. And that's when our emotion becomes the things that drive us. So if we start changing our story, so reframing, I'm not good enough. They don't like me. This keeps happening to me to reframing it into things that are essentially more positive than the world we start to create and how we interact with others becomes the the very things we look forward to and the things that light us up. So I'm just going to be open about this. One of the things that I have been doing in my journal as far as changing my story, and here are some of the stories that I use and that I'm encouraging you to use as well. My past does not equal my future. No matter what happens, I can handle it. There is no failure, only feedback. There are no problems, only challenges. If what I'm doing isn't working, I'll try something else. I believe that my life has great meaning and deep purpose. I embrace change. I practice forgiveness. I take responsibility. I leverage my strength. I ask for help. I recognize opportunities. I connect with others. I dream big. I give freely and generously. I apply effort. I count my blessings. I understand my potential and I learn from my mistakes. So those are some of the stories that we can start replacing it because truth is the negative stories that show up in our lives. I don't believe they're ever going to go away because they're a reminder of saying, hey, there's a trigger. There's a wound. Practice healing. 
and healing is an ongoing thing. So my hope, my encouragement is that we're starting to replace a lot of the stories with new stories. And then what happens is it's like the, the law of displacement, right? If I have Coke in one bottle and water in the other bottle, the goal is not to empty the Coke bottle and fill it up with water. The goal is to fill it up with as much water in that Coke bottle. And then naturally the Coke will find its way out of the bottle and water will be the dominant liquid in the cup. So that is my encouragement is if we start practicing the art of letting go, like we will start experiencing peace beyond measure. And I'm excited for you to take this journey. I'm excited to walk alongside of you in this journey. And I just want to say, I see you right now um, going through what you're going through. And the, the beauty about what you're going through is that you're winning so many battles that no one else is seeing. It's those silent battles and you're showing up in the world and the way that you're doing the best that you can with what you have. And I just want to encourage you to continue on this new year and the rest of the, the years of your life to to be resilient, to be resourceful, to let go and to experience peace. Thank you so much for listening to the Clarity Podcast. The podcast helps people find more clarity and more impact. Leave a review, share with a friend, subscribe today. Connect with me on Instagram at I am Prosper. Remember, with more clarity comes more impact. Be impactful, my friends.